This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we're talking about war games. That's right. You guys voted. It's you our audience bitches. choice. <laughs> you bitches. <laughs> Matthew Broderick <laughs> and Woo! Ali Although I, I do love a Matthew uh, Broderick dunk. You I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. Like on this eight. podcast? Come on now. Oh, yeah. Just dunk on them. I yeah. love it. I was like, I see why you were casting this. It's very, uh, has certain elements of like, um, of uh, Ferris Bueller goes to war. Uh, yes, it really does. <laughs> it does have strong Ferris Bueller goes to war tones. I think it even starts in a very similar manner. Yeah, like I think, yeah. I was like, wait, am I misremembering this? Like the changing grades on the computer? I was like, I'm pretty mm. sure that's in Ferris Bueller's day off too. Well, he changes his absences. Oh, that's what it is. And but it's one, like, it's similar. It's the exact same vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's changing his absences because he like, he, they're like, if he misses one more, like you're kicked out of school or whatever. Right. 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 And he's just mm-hmm. failing biology exams in this one. Yeah. It's cr- this movie. Had you seen this movie? before? I had absolutely. I have never heard of this movie. Really? I had never seen this movie. I did not know of its existence. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cause I hadn't seen it. I was very much aware of it as like kind of this, like I guess iconic '80s movie. Like, oh, it, was it iconic? I think so. Yeah, I think like so. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, exa- think so. I don't know. I, like I didn't that. look into it. Yeah. Uh, no, like I think it was fairly popular at the time. Okay, and like. Um, sort of within that genre of like, hey, we're in the 80s. Computers are starting to do things now. And let me just tell you, this movie doesn't get any less scary <laughs> the longer it goes on. Like, because you know there's movies where there's like the 80s thing and you're like, oh, well, you don't understand That's how not this a is. problem. This isn't yeah. how this works yes. now. And then like everything about this one, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure. We're brushing up against We're brushing up against the things here. This <laughs> oh, hasn't gotten God. less scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it has not gotten less scary for no, sure. No, and uh, which is weird because I don't think it's supposed to be a scary movie. I think it's kind of supposed to be fun, but anyway. I don't know if it's supposed to be fun just based off of how intense the first scene is. Ah, oh, that's true. They kind of right, set it up to be tone. really serious. It is a weird tone because it's kids, but it's nuclear war and it's like, yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen War Games, um, basically what it is, we have David played by Matthew Broderick, who is sort of our hacker, uh, teen slacker guy, and mm. uh, he's failing biology and all the rest. And uh, he, uh, after school, gets kind of picked up by, oh, I should say we actually start the movie, sorry, without knowing him. We start with these two guys just arriving at this secret <sighs> secret bunker. Um, <laughs> and uh, we learn out it's a missile, missile bunker, but it's all disguised. They go mm-hmm. in and they get, these two guys get the command to launch the nuclear weapons. You've got to turn the key. And it's actually incredibly dramatic where it the is. one guy's like, I don't know if this is real. I don't. 
don't want to be responsible for this. I'm going to call. For killing 20 million people. Yeah, like, it's like, I need confirmation. I'm going to call. And mm-hmm. like the other guy's like, that's not the procedure. That's not the procedure. Starts turn the up key. A gun. Yeah, he's oh! like, turn the key, turn the key. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we learn later that that was a training exercise mm-hmm. to see if the if humans would, would actually do it. And uh, because of that, there's a guy named Falcon uh, who, uh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, Mc- Vulcan's the science. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Ma- McKittrick, mm-hmm. who works for um, works for the U.S. government. He works for NORAD, and he's like, "We need to take the people out of this. Once the president gives the order, it needs to be all computers because we found that like twenty percent of." our missile men won't turn the key because they won't mm-hmm. be responsible for it. And they're like, the problem is, is that they're human. And uh, General Berenger's like, this is a bad idea. Don't do this. And he's very much like being like, no, you're standing in the way of progress. This is what we need to do for national defense. Then we kind of are introduced to the slacker, David, and his um, friend slash a uh, girl who is insanely interested in him, uh, uh, Jennifer, and uh, he's failing biology, so she gives him a ride home, and sh- he shows her his computer up in his room, and he hacks into the school computer by, by I love this, finding the password written on a note under a keyboard. Which, which is, is exactly what exactly a how you would, <laughs> And exactly how you actually, people end up hacking into things. Um, changes their grades, and she's like, oh, I don't know how we feel about that, but whatever. Anyway, then uh, David reads that this computer game company is coming out with a new computer game that's going to blow his mind. So he decides he's going to call on a modem in 1984, which is amazing, uh, and like automate calling all these things to try and get access to the computer company's computer so he can play the games early. And he's got an auto-dialer, and he accidentally auto-dials the computer that they've set up to uh, control NORAD and all the uh, nuclear missiles uh, and uh, hacks in. Takes him a while, uh, but he finally gets in and he finds there's a list of games because this computer was trained on all these games to like analyze nuclear war. It was going to like learn how to play chess first and then learn how to play poker and all the rest. And it's a learning computer. And him and Jennifer, uh, instead of making out, are like, sure, let's play. Instead of Oh, this is going to be a big <laughs> hanging point for me. Is uh, He's like, let's play global thermonuclear war. He doesn't start with chess or anything like that. And it inadvertently starts this computer into like a game where it's trying to launch nuclear missiles and start a war with the Soviet mm-hmm. Union in order to win the game. Um, they go through and they find also that it's this guy Falcon who had created this, who's supposedly dead, and his family had been killed in a car crash, so he had like made a back door to this program and like named it after his uh, kids. So it's the Joshua. Uh, Joshua. Yeah. And uh, um, David gets arrested by the FBI as he should. And as he should. As yes. he should. Yes. Um, and then uh, he breaks free, finds out that uh, Joshua is still trying to launch these nuclear weapons because he wants to win the game. Mm. Has to fly all the way to uh, some place where he finds that Falcon is actually still alive under a different name. Falcon's like, ah, we're all going to die anyway. What the fuck's the point? They finally convince him to come back to NORAD and they stop this nuclear war from starting by uh, teaching the computer tic-tac-toe and basically how um, if you know enough about tic-tac-toe, there's no way to win. You're always going to draw. Yeah. And the computer is like, oh, 
tic-tac-toe is like nuclear war. <laughs> the only way to win is not to play. And then it stops the thing, uh, and there's no nuclear war, and we're all fine. Uh, and nailed that's it. kind of the movie, yeah. You nailed it. And then they yeah. do finally kiss at the end. Hey. Hey. We need it. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. So who do you think is the villain of this movie? Oh, fucking everybody. I... <laughs> Like literally everybody. I everyone's wrong. Everything's wrong. Matthew, uh, fucking David's so wrong. <laughs> he's. So, I know he's the hero, but he's so wrong. Everything he does is so wrong. Yeah. Um. I would also argue, like, um. Sorry, the guy that's pushing for the computer, the computer yeah. itself, the AI. Um, yeah, Joshua Whopper, the computer. Yeah. The Whopper, yes, Whopper. Whopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I want a burger. Anyway, um, yeah, I think. What? What about you? I was gonna say I'm gonna focus mostly on it's the computer, Joshua. Yeah. Okay. The computer program because it's trying to start nuclear war. Yeah. But like, I also feel at the beginning they sort of paint uh, General Berenger as a bit of a villain because he's the guy who's like. Absolutely. Do not take people out of the loop on this. Yeah. Like, do not hand this over to a computer. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the start of the movie, they sort of frame him as like, oh, you're the like old curmudgeon, the stuck mm -hmm. in the old ways, not willing to bend or or uh, adapt to the times, not able to solve the problem because you're too proud of like the the men who, mm -hmm. who sit there and, and flip the switches. But I think he's absolutely borne out as being correct almost immediately. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. He's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, yeah, have people in charge of nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. mm. Also, I think if like a 17 year old can hack into the military, it's not going good. Yes, it's, it's it's not going well. You don't if, have the security. Yes, that you if need a seventeen-year-old can do it, Russia can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yes, yes, and they actually assume that he is working for the Russians yes. at a certain point, which is again a completely reasonable thing to super reasonable because they kind of go it. They're like, okay, so you you randomly found this because you were trying to hack into a computer game company just so by basically cold calling. By cold calling. Okay. So this is your excuse. You have a flight book to Paris. You have a reservation for a flight for Paris. You and another person. Yeah. You are able to hack a door with a recorder. <laughs> Which I actually loved. Yeah. Yeah, you're a spy. Like, you're, you're, you're a spy. A, you're a spy. You're a like, spy. You're and, a, and if you're not a spy, yeah. you should be a spy for us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, hired. Absolutely. You're hired. You are, you are the first cybersecurity expert in the world, apparently. Well, sometimes they do that, don't they? Where like yes, the, they'll hire the people that hacked them because you're like they're like you know you get it. <laughs> yeah, I know how the system works and yeah. I know how to find the holes in mm -hmm. it, and that's apparently exactly what you want. I actually will say I love the hacking in this. Like, for it to be a movie in the 80s, I was like, all right, here we go. You know, roll eyes. Roll slash, keys. Yeah, oh, like, I got it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm in. And like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. in. And like 3D files mm -hmm. and all the rest. But I was like, okay, how he actually hacks into that computer is he has to go to another place and ask some other people how they would get in. And they go, well, a lot of computer programs have back doors by the guy who built it. So just learn as much as you can about the guy who programmed this. 
and then try the password. He figures out that there is one in there, mm-hmm. but he has to spend like weeks researching Falcon and like, uh, you know, going to libraries and reading all his articles and all the rest before finally figuring out that the password is Joshua. Yes. And that's what gets him in. And it's also uh, an access point that the government didn't realize was in the program. It, I was surprised how realistic that felt. And yeah. I'm assuming was, uh, because most of the time, like whenever you see this depicted anywhere, it's yeah, it's like that 10 seconds of keys. Da, 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 we're yeah. we're yeah. in, we're we in did it. <laughs> um, cause the only other time I've seen something where I'm like, this seems like it is the thing is, uh, Mr. Robot. Oh yeah, yeah. So like yeah. watching him like kind of like dissect and go through like okay, th- these are the things I would try first, and this then we go trick, this this program this, yes. into giving up this information, which I can use over here to do this. And, and then this, I've got to try and figure out their password. Still, like all this kind of stuff, where I'm like, yes, this would take a long time. There are many steps to this. This makes sense. This to makes me. sense. And also, I would believe that in 1984, they wouldn't be looking out for an attack like that. You know what I mean? Like, and that it would be easier to hack. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I sort of believe that. And then, um, <coughs> then when the the door thing, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. He's gonna like short circuit it. And it's gonna undo. And I was like, oh no, that's not what you did. You he records is, the tones yeah. and plays it back through the circuit which is actually exactly how long distance used to work. Oh, really? Yeah. So original like original hackers, what they would do is they found there was like a, a whistle. Mm-hmm. So hackers used to hack phone systems. Ooh. Yeah. So there used to be a whistle that came in a serial, like Captain Crunch or something. Like, And it was like, you know, a little plastic whistle and you blow on it like, and make a tone. And they found out that it makes the exact tone. So the, a dial tone is basically saying to the other end, someone's picked up a phone get ready to hear this. Okay. And when you hit the buttons, it's listening for that tone. For the tone. Oh. And saying like, because that's yes, why it goes yes, like, they all have different tones. Yeah, she does that a lot in Veronica Mars. That's right. Listening to tones. information through the old school, like it's all digital now, but they send it through the old phone lines and it's a listening for it. So it was called, I think it's called screeching where you would put this whistle and it was the tone, the exact tone that the, uh, phone system was looking for for long distance calls. So you would do the tone and then you'd be able to make long distance calls for free. Oh, that's fucking awesome. So that's kind of exactly how. Oh, yeah, I love that. That worked in that keypad, okay. right? Is he didn't like bypass the lock or do anything like that. He just played the tones back and it worked. That was, I again, another moment where I was kind of like, that feels kind of realistic. I was like, this is... Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it feels like they talked to somebody who knew what they were doing. <laughs> Instead to, of to just going, computers! People computers. don't understand them. We no, don't no, 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 Type, 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 type. Um. <laughs> so get some glasses on these people. Everybody needs glasses. <laughs> and I also love that when they went to the, um, they went to like, I guess the programming place where there's like the two nerds that are there. I was like, that's actually a, a crazy sort of positive portrayal of those two guys where they're like a little nerdy, but like the one guy's like, hey, obviously you're neuro, uh, not neurotypical. Mm-hmm. You know when you told, remember when you told me, me to tell you when you're being an ass? You're being, being one an, right yeah. now. And he's like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> Perfection. Like, yeah. Perfection. <laughs> and then I was like in my head, I was like, I would hang out with these two guys all day. Yes. Like it's it's so direct. You know where you're at. <laughs> I don't I like that. I freely mm. give you help. Hey kid, what's up? He's mm-hmm. like helping a high school kid learn about computers. I was like, these two guys are great. Because a lot of the times when people are blunt, people don't like that because they find it either socially awkward or abrasive or whatever. I actually really, really, really like when somebody's blunt to me because yeah. I know exactly where I stand with you. Yeah, true. You're not you're not talking shit. You you looked me right in the face and said what you needed to say to me. And regardless of whether it's positive or negative, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like Rebecca, you're standing in everyone's way right now. Yeah. Yeah. Get you the go, fuck oh. out of the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, okay, I was. we're good. Now I know where no, we are. Most of the time when somebody's spoken to me in a blunt manner, they are correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, this is correct. You're correct. Thank you so much. And I just feel like I can trust you one hundred percent. Yes. Because you're going to say it to me. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I would hang I out. I shrink away with it, but yeah, yeah. I would hang out with those two computer guys all fucking day. Yeah, they all seem day. cool. They yes. seem cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the fact that, um, yeah, uh, McKittrick is absolutely the main villain of this. Putting mm. the this computer in charge of nuclear weapons, especially when you don't really understand every line of code in this thing. Right. You're just like, it's a computer that learns. And mm-hmm. also we haven't done our due diligence enough to know that there's a backdoor password in this. Absolutely. Like, even if you were to like automate this system, you shouldn't do it just on the f- the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do it within two weeks being like it's ready. You would need to like get someone else to go through that code and figure out why it does what it does and if there's any um vulnerabilities because this is the this is the thing yes also if it's a people problem number one i would like to say that the resolution of this it it wasn't explored at all but i was like just get a third person (laughs) (laughs) oh and that third person has made okay so thank you for recommend thank you for mentioning the third person because that's literally saved everybody's life Oh, has it? Yes. So, um, so for <laughs> okay. this movie, so obviously it's threatened with nuclear uh, destruction. Um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, there was, and this only came to light like in like the seventies or eighties. Okay. Um, and basically, what happened is Cuban Missile Crisis. So the U.S. Navy is um, like all around Cuba and mm-hmm. stopping Soviet ships from getting through. Like that's it. That's the thing. And there was uh, a Russian submarine fleet, diesel submarines, okay. that were submerged, and uh, the a U.S. ship was depth charging them. They didn't know that the submarines were down there. Mm-hmm. They were just dropping depth charges as warnings to get them out. But the subs were stuck underwater because they couldn't come up because the U.S. was pounding them. So the the captain and the political officer of this submarine okay. were like, shit, we haven't been able to contact Moscow. Okay. We're getting bombarded by a U.S. ship. War has started. We are going to launch a nuclear torpedo at the U.S. fleet. And normally on a submarine, mm-hmm. Soviet submarine, there only needed to be two people who approved that launch. Okay. The captain and the political officer. Mm-hmm. But on this submarine, 
there was a third guy who was the in charge of the whole fleet. Okay. So it happened to just be the command ship of of those four mm-hmm. submarines. And so because it was that one, they needed the third guy to sign off on the order to yeah. launch. And he said no. Oh. So he said no. And it's the only thing that stopped nuclear war from happening is because it happened to be on a ship where three people needed approval. And he was the only one who said no. They surfaced the submarines, uh, got in contact. And when he uh, returned to Russia, he was like blackballed. He was like, oh, he was like, he was, he was like regarded as like a traitor, like, because they were like, you should have stayed silent. You shouldn't have done Mm. this. And it's like, basically that would have started a global nuclear war. Wow. And it came down to one guy in a Soviet submarine saying no. So the third guy is very important. Very important. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like two men. Like I was like, get a third person in there. I was like, how is that not the first thing that we we at least try it? So (laughs) before the computer. But you were saying just we need two out of three to launch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I am in in my opinion, I'm like, yeah, you need you need a (laughs) tiebreaker. I just love the idea of them doing rock, paper, scissors in there being like, okay, run. But also, uh, one thing I would like to point out that I think is a big fault in this man's uh, opinion of like, we got to take people out of the equation. Yeah. I'm like, the president's a fucking person. Yes. Oh, yep. Like that's a, there's still, there's always going to be people. Well, and that I think, (laughs) that I think actually was their argument is like, there are still people making the decision it's the president, but you don't have that broken chain of command, right? Because, like, I think what they were the problem was is like, if the president gives the order, you need to fire right away because you only have like three minutes yeah. until the, the nukes hit. So he's just like, there's still people in the thing, but people will be people. And you know what the unfortunate solution to that problem is? And I think it's the solution that happens in real life. Mm, what's that? Redundancy which is there's way more nukes than you need to destroy the enemy. So if like, I think they said like 25% or like Mm. a quarter of the people don't fire it, you just need a quarter more missiles. Jesus. (laughs) 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 You you know, but that's that unfortunately is the math of like nuclear uh, apocalypse. I don't get, I I mean, I fundamentally just don't get how human beings How we got here? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Which brings us to the point, maybe uh, the computer was right in that we don't deserve to live if we're a species that can uh, to create such things, you know? Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> like, right? I knew we weren't going to be coming in light. But... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do we... Does... <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, if if we if you if you're like, hey, let's start playing a game that we can't win. Yeah. And then you're like, substitute in somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Substitute in your computer to finish playing for you. You can't blame the computer for that. It yeah. didn't start the game. It didn't come up with the rules of the game. Mm, that is true. We're the idiots. Probably be better at war than art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good lord! Or can draw hands. <laughs> yeah. Can we, okay. Just to, just to. Flight up a little bit. Hey, hey, hey global hey, nuclear war, everybody. Um, what I find truly astonishing 
about this movie is like, okay, so let's do, I would love to dive into David a bit. Yeah, by all okay, means. Cause David's the kid and it's funner to talk about a shitty kid than nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, number one. Wow. Changing your grades. Okay. <laughs> number two, uh, not, uh, not listening to boundaries. <laughs> Okay. I want. I don't want you to change my grade. Oh, don't worry. I did it anyway. <laughs> I knew you would have wanted it. Yeah, fair. All right. That's a as far as as far as violating boundaries. I'm gonna say that's that's yeah. pretty. You All know, right. it's pretty minor. But yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's more like you know what it kind of reminded me of. Because uh, like I was trying to make arguments against it, but I was like honestly, what it feels like to me is when. Uh, is when like your partner's gonna go get food or your boyfriend or whoever, right? Is gonna yeah, go yeah, get yeah. food and they're like, Do you want anything? And you're like, No. And then they come back with French fries and you're like, Fuck yeah. Yeah, okay, I did want <laughs> Oh, something. I did want French fries. <laughs> I did want them. How'd you know? <laughs> How'd you know? Because once you smell French fries, yeah, you're you gonna want, want French um, fries. And it's just over yeah, yeah. and like fuck it. Um so yes, I suppose a small a small problem. Anyway, but what really trips me up about this guy is that he knows that this is military and he doesn't give a fuck. Does he? Yes. Is he told this at some... He does well, figure... He, they do figure takes, it out pretty quickly, but... Yes, uh, but he takes the list to them and they're like, no, like, this is clearly... This isn't... This isn't the games thing. Like, this is, like, military. Like, you can see, like, yeah. from the bottom of this, this is military. And then he spends the next several weeks hacking into it. Which I... I, I mean bad news like and if i knew and if I, here's the thing if i knew it was government i wouldn't make the first game that i play when i get in there global <laughs> thermonuclear war like it's a bold start, choice like, it's a bold choice let's start with chess or checkers yeah. or uh poker and see if there's any real world consequences mm -hmm. to this um but i also do get that it's a challenge at that point right like, I think that's a lot of the, the it's a problem that can be solved like if i oh, get I, in yeah. that's like a, oh i did it you know I don't challenge, though, the military <laughs> as an individual. They got the guns. Yes, 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 yes. Would I protest? Sure. Yes. Would I show up for a cause? Absolutely. Would I hack into confidential military, military computer. computer games? No. 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 Um, I just think his character, in my opinion, I would have been a lot more sympathetic to him as a character if they didn't give him that Ferris Bueller douchebaggery, ah, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, a little like bit. Like he's got, he, and and I get it. Like he's he's young, he's cute. Okay, like I get that. You're like, okay, yeah, you can kind of pull it off. But there's certain things where I'm like, I needed him to be a little more ignorant on this point. <laughs> I didn't realize I was playing. I thought yeah. Global Thermonuclear War was, was going to be the new video game. I thought I was in a. I still thought I had hacked into that game company. game company, but you didn't know that because you found out you you looked into this guy and you found he was working for the military. You found he was yeah doing all this like AI research, and you go ah, maybe. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, I don't fuck with any of that. <laughs> yeah, and you know here's the thing that bothered me the most, which is um. None of this would have happened if he had just made the first move. Because that girl is so into him. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the whole time I... I couldn't figure out what you were talking the, 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 like, yes, You know yes, what I mean? Yes, like She yes. is <laughs> throwing herself at this guy. 
we, the first time we meet her, she is just distracted in class, just gig, get, giggling at the jokes that yeah. he's making. And God, uh, like that's the other thing. God help me, I felt for that that biology teacher who had to talk about asexual reproduction with a bunch of immature high school students, mm. and he comes at you with the like, who discovered asexual re- reproduction? And he's like, your wife. And I would be like. That's such a good fucking burn, yeah. but go to the office. Yes. <laughs> so she's laughing all it up at that, right? Totally distracted. Mm. She failed her biology test because clearly he is a distraction. Although there. I will say I hate, 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 hate when teachers would give out grades like, hey, Oh, yeah. No, don't do that. Hey, everybody. Fa- face down on the desk. <laughs> oh, it is. Pri- like, even, this is for you to learn. I'll, I'm going to even go out here and say even... Don't even call out the high achievement. I fucking hated that. Yeah. When they were like, look who got an A plus. I was like, I am going to get so fucking ripped on the second yeah. you leave this fucking bill. Like the second you leave this room, I'm, I'm done. I okay. did. I did have a math teacher, though, that used to do the stupid mistake of the test. And he like put it up on the board and like be like, what did they do wrong here? And sometimes it's like three plus four equals eight. Right. Yeah. And then you'd be like, so don't don't do this again. And you could own it if you wanted to. Oh, that's kind. Okay, that's fine. That's That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And he goes, that's the dumbest mistake that you made. It's like three plus four is eight. Yes. Of course, we all know that we're in high school. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. So I don't mind that. That kind of works. Like if it's anonymous, I don't care. Whatever. And you could be like, anyone want to own that? Yeah, that was me. I did that. You know. And it's like, okay, we all make mistakes. But put it put it on me. For sure. So all this to say, she is super distracted by him. Gives him a ride home on the back of her scooter like like run like drives up behind him like chasing him down be like hey you want to ride home i'll give you a ride home drives him home and then is like oh so your parents aren't here they both work the day and basically runs up to his bedroom (laughs) and then he's like let me show you my computer (laughs) and she's just like the next time we see her she's literally running to his house (laughs) That she is, is true. She, she is water. like, she is be- she's like, <laughs> she's booking. You are correct. That's so funny. Then she's, when they're in the room and she like grabs him with his, her legs. Like she does the, like, I'm sitting down and I wrap my legs around you as you're trying to walk by. I was like, she is throwing herself <laughs> at this boy. Like, and not in a, in the, like not in a weird, creepy, yeah. problematic no, 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 80s no, no, no. thing. It's just like, she's like, she's I like, like you. Hey, kiss me. <laughs> And kids in the 80s would rather mm. start global thermonuclear war than make the first move, is what I learned from this movie. It's like, if they had just been, like, <laughs> hanging out in that bedroom, yeah. unsupervised, doing heavy petting, like, we're all good. You're so, oh. You know? I mean, heavy petting makes me want to th- jump out the window, but <laughs> other than that, 100% agree. Yeah. I could not agree Strong with you Strong session. It, it prevents World So funny, World at war no three. point did I clock that. But oh, you really- she is, like... Because it's normally the other way around in these movies, right? Where yes, the guy's like, true. I yeah. want her, and mm. they're being a creep. And she's mm-hmm. just like, I was like, this is actually refreshing that she is so clear-minded and like, I like this boy. Yes. I want this boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be around until this boy kisses me. Yeah. I'm going to fly. And you- buy flight tickets. <laughs> and just drive there to pick you up. I was like, man. I, oh, also. You drove so far for mediocre dick. <laughs> I mean, who amongst us? That's a mistake you got to learn early, you know? Yeah. Who amongst us has not? You know what the, the moment that really tripped me out is, uh, and I'm glad they addressed it really quickly, 
But when there was a, what was it like a pterodactyl? So oh, like yeah. there's this and I'm and I'm looking at it and I'm like, is that? Because it's kind of dark, right? Like the scene's kind of dark. Sure. So it, I'm like, yeah. is that? Is that a bird? I don't know. Like I'm so confused. And I'm like, no, it's definitely a pterodactyl. <laughs> and I'm was just sitting here. I'm like, dinosaur? is this a different movie than I thought it was? I was like, are they gonna like from dusk till dawn us and just throw in vampires three quarters of the way through this movie? Or like, what is happening? And then it just turns out to be a model that this guy's flying, and then it kind of yeah. ties into his whole thing of like, we should be like the natural order of thing is for us to be extinct. And I was like. I don't know, man, not by your hand. <laughs> like, not this, like, oh, you know, I created this thing, natural order. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, if I created a, th like, if this podcast was like, this is this is the key to Satan coming back alive and destroying the world, I'd be like, I feel kind of bad about that. I feel bad that we created that. I feel, I feel bad that we put that into the world. Maybe yeah, we stop making episodes. We you know? probably stop. <laughs> Prop stop. <laughs> Or do something or whatever. And I'd be like, well, this is the natural order of things. Satan's going to say, you know? Insane. This guy's perspective is insane. Like, yeah. I, get, I get what he's saying. Like, I understand this he's line of logic. His, he's lost his wife. He's lost his kid. He's, he's lost just his humanity. He's kind of genius. Yes. He's like, who the fuck cares what happens to us? It's a surprisingly relatable take where it's yeah. just like, this is a genius who's lost everything mm. and doesn't give a shit about anybody anymore. Yeah. Like, oh man, it's it's so dark too where he's doing that speech because they're, they're basically trying to convince him, come back to NORAD and fix the computer, mm -hmm. right? Because you know it better than anyone else. And he's like, well, you're, I mean, we're lucky if we stay here. We're three miles from a primary target. So we'll be the lucky ones. We'll be wiped out in a nuclear war. Uh, everyone else around, like further away, are the people mm -hmm. who are really going to suffer through like famine. And you're just like, holy fucking shit! What a bleak thing. And when he says to uh, Jennifer, where he's like, "Yeah, maybe we could intervene now. Maybe even long enough for you to have mm -hmm. kids, but we're all going to fucking die eventually. So why would you bring that into the world?" And you go like, "Whoo!" Yeah. Maybe you should have stuck with dinosaurs rather than. Uh, Self-learning computers. You it's know? so fun. Yeah. Because he had, yeah, this really bleak <laughs> version. <laughs> and it's so funny because I used to, uh, like I had a, I had a uh, long stint of depression and um, I would kind of talk, not like that, but you know what I mean? Just this very like, yeah. what's the point? Like we're all, everything's fucked. Like we're all fucked, whatever. Right? That is nihilistic. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then I got out of it. And now I can hear it in other people. Mm. And it's so weird because I know I'm like, no, I, I I understand completely the line of logic you're going from. Like I used to say this all the time. It's just not something I subscribe to anymore. So it's so funny to sometimes when I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, oh fuck, you're in it. <laughs> yeah, you're deep. I just hear it. I'm like, ah, oh, you're in it. And there's nothing, I don't know, I can say my positivities and what have you, but I'm not. I'm not a doctor. You're not getting them out I of it. I can't. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? You can do what you can, but there's there's very little yeah. um, you can do to kind of help that. But it's just, yeah, so wild. You're like, that you can see that in other people. That I could see it and that um, I did it for so long. Right. And you don't, you that it have constantly can't, yeah, that yeah. I couldn't even hear it. I was like, no, like, you know, this, this is all that. And then when they, and then when those people speak like that, I'm like, yeah, 
It's like, yeah, I get your line of logic. I understand what you're saying. I just don't believe in this I, anymore. I, I think we're maybe worth saving. I don't know. Yeah. Humanity worth saving. Yeah, there's some good of us. Yeah, too. or at least let's have some fun on the way out. Yeah. You know? Hey. Yeah. Kiss <laughs> that girl. Kiss, Kiss that, that girl. girl. Uh, Kiss her. <laughs> yeah. I just love, like, I'm, speaking of bleak shit, though, like, when mm. they, they kind of fail to convince Falcon, right? Uh, to like right. come back and they're just like they miss the last ferry and they're mm-hmm. stuck on this mm-hmm. island and he says I wish I didn't know about this I wish I was just like everyone else and the world would just end tomorrow but I have to like sit here in this like fear and I really did l- want to learn how to swim <laughs> and you're just like that was kind of was, like, yeah. was like that was dark man that's like oh. but it's like it was a very I like that mo- like I yeah. did want to learn how to swim yeah. Like that's such I a did have plans simple. For the future. Yeah. I did want I wanted to do more things. I want to learn more. I wanted to Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I uh, I think one of the most terrifying things of this movie though is like maybe as the threat of global nuclear war has gone down <laughs> for us the threat of computers being self <laughs> self-aware has gone up. Oh. Like drastically. Drastically. It freaks the hell out of me. Did you know this like this is where we're at. Did you know um, uh, AI chatbot, chat GPT. Okay. Um, beat captcha. You know that like prove you're not a robot thing where you've got to like, oh, yes. look at the squiggly letters. Yep. Yeah. So you heard about this? Yes, I did. Because they, it, didn't it service it to someone else and said, no, I'm blind. Yeah. It contacted need a it, job site. I need site, you to do this. Had a human read it to them and told a lie that they were blind. Like that terrifies me. That terrifies me. I wouldn't have thought to do that. Like if if I if I was if I was a visually impaired person, I would probably just be like, oh, I guess I'm not getting into that website then, and <laughs> give up and go home. Like the fact that it can do, uh, yeah. Oh terrifying. yeah, I heard that. I was like, that's fucking pull the plug. Yeah, pull the pl- pull, all, pull all the plugs. Pull all the plugs. I'm so stressed. (laughs) (laughs) But it always, and you know what? Even when I hear stories like that, the thing that freaks me out the most, and it's probably the lowest grade threat, but I can't help it, are those fucking dogs. (laughs) I know we've talked about it on this podcast. Oh, the Boston Dynamics dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they move is terrifying. (laughs) Yep. And I just feel like, (laughs) I don't know. I just have this fear I'm going to have to fight one one day. Oh, yeah, we're heading there. (laughs) Not don't to be say, all bleak Craig, and shit. Don't look at me in the eyes and say that to me. How <laughs> fucking dare you? <laughs> yeah, they're uh, yeah. It's only a matter of time before someone puts a shotgun <laughs> on one of those things, and then uh, we're policing the streets. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's terrifying. But what's really terrifying is that like all this AI stuff is like a black box. You know what I mean? Like there's inputs and then they don't really know what it does in the middle. It's just like set up to learn and make connections. And then it Mm. gives an answer at the end. So you can't reproduce from what it gives you, like how it came to that conclusion. Right. So it's like, we don't know why it's being racist. Well, we know it's being racist because we fed it racist inputs. And because it's created by humans. Exactly. Is subject it, no matter what you do, you can't veer it off of that because it's created from humans. Exactly. So like it's, it, all our biases are in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you can't. Our, there's nothing. It's it's like um they were having problems with uh facial recognition. Yeah. Because all of these facial recognition things were like created by like fucking white guys. <laughs> yeah, and they're like so all the initial tests were on their faces. Yeah. And they didn't think to. Yeah. To, I don't know. Maybe there's other people in the world. Who knows. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Wow. It's, I knew. I knew this was gonna be dark. <laughs> Watching this movie, I kept going, oh. Yeah, which is weird because, again, the tone of it feels like, oh, this is Ferris Bueller, and it's a teen, and it's, you know, the teen girl and teen guy, and they get mixed up with this big government conspiracy, mm. and now they got a race to stop it. It sounds like it should be a fun thing, but I think the subject matter is just maybe... Just far too dark, and, uh, and like I Like, the argue- stakes are way too high. The opening scene is nuts. Yeah. (laughs) I was so stressed. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was the type of movie we were going to be watching. And they got and like they got some heavy hitter actors to do that too. Mm. It's the guy from uh, the West Wing, the uh, the old guy who uh, kind of did that, and it's uh, Michael Madsen, I believe, from all the um, all the Quentin Tarantino movies. Ah. Yeah. All both very young in this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't talk that. Yeah, the, uh, Michael Madsen's the guy pointing the gun. You know, uh, buddy. Oh my God, chills, chills. I was like, yeah, I couldn't. These things shouldn't exist. I could never make this decision. Shoot, honestly, in that situation, shoot me in the head. Shoot me in the head. In what situation? Sorry. Like in in this situation where it's like, if it's you and I, and we're gonna do the thing. Shoot, oh, oh, shoot yeah. me in the head. Shoot you in shoot the head. Me in. Yeah. I, well, I wouldn't be there to begin with. Yeah, I yeah. Can't. They, they sort out for that sort of thing. I uh, mentally could never in my life, but you might as well shoot me in the head. Because if I know I am responsible, like I turned a key that killed millions yeah. of people. I turned a key that killed one person. <laughs> shoot me in the head. <laughs> I'm done. I, just, yeah. I don't want to live out here. I don't want to be in this life. I don't like it. I'm out. Oh, I couldn't do it either. No. I don't think I could. And like... They they do screen for people like oh yeah oh, I'd be it. out first round yeah first exactly. round they'd be out <laughs> buddy I don't even think I'd, I'd make like, jury duty they'd be okay, like Rebecca like, how many times have you lost your phone this month <laughs> and you any answer other than zero you're not getting no mi- you're way. not getting the missile key yeah, yeah yeah man they wouldn't let me fucking uh, jury duty for a fucking theft they'd be like I don't know I don't think. I don't think you're right for this. <laughs> I don't think you would be either, because I think you'd probably just vote to acquit no matter what. Oh, absolutely. Theft? Ill. Yeah. Theft. What, property? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come on. Let's get. Let's work on some real yeah, stuff here. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah. now. <laughs> Give me a murder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we no. all agree murder should be illegal. <laughs> theft? There's some complicating <laughs> yeah, factors Yeah, I think here. there's a lot of gray area in theft, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so, okay, <laughs> so we, we, you, I don't know, we, you, I don't know, um, the villains of this, so you would argue that the, the computer's a villain. Yeah, I think that's the thing that they're most opposed to, they're trying to stop. And how is the computer correct? I would say that, um, you can't really blame the tool for what's, like, the, the, the oh yeah if i smash you in the face with a hammer i'm like oh hammer hammer what did you, <laughs> you do out of control. yeah like you started the swing yeah. right and, and but if the hammer can think ooh well because where does that line stop like i i guess it's what a is kind of what boggles my mind right where i go at what point is this qualified as a functioning and like like what at what point is this thing living yeah. Is well, this I thing mean, alive making decisions? Like it is making decisions. 
eh. But it's it's also just playing a game. Like it's just going through like combinations and permutations of mm-hmm. things, right? Like it's like if they shoot first and I. But I, I would this. argue most villains are playing games. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm having not a hard that I disagree time to, with you. I just like no, I, just I in, uh, for the but interest where, of conversation. Where is, where where is the line? Lie? I don't know. I don't think we've gotten to that line. Oh, yet. I don't think I'm smart enough to answer any question that this movie asks. <laughs> 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 I just want to put that out yeah. there. I don't think any moral quant. I am not smart enough. I think <laughs> to I, have any of the answers to any of these problems. <laughs> I think I would be happy to say that uh, I could easily live in a world without nuclear weapons and I could easily live in a world without artificial intelligence. And Me I think, too. I yes. think combining those two things. Yeah. Are, and I know that makes me like a Luddite or whatever. Um, I don't even know. What do you mean? Oh, what Luddite is, that? is someone who opposes technology. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, oh, new yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, new yeah. word of the day. Yeah, yeah. It hates technology <laughs> okay. or is against technology. It comes from like, um, it's like, back in like when they first started automating things mm. actually like like the first mechanized factories sort of thing like in like the 1800s like th- there was people and they were called the ludites cuz I, I forget what who they're named after like some guy named lude or something who was like they were protesting automation because they're mm. like it's going to take our jobs and nothing has changed since yes. then uh so uh yeah i don't know i'm also i, I guess i'm a technological i'm a technophobic but i'm also like uh uh paranoid technophobic where i think technology is coming to get me specifically oh like, i see like uh my wireless router <laughs> 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 like, like my wireless router. Like it's it's misbehaving because it's me. Like if it was Rebecca, it would work. But technology That's is out so to get me specifically. Funny. Yes. It's like eyeballing you. You're yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was just like, I don't like the way that this technology is. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work for everybody else. Like That's so fucking funny. Cause like I okay, admittedly, there are some things that I'm like, honestly. This is sick and I don't care. <laughs> like we're like, I know we're all being tracked and like there's a profile somewhere on like every single one of us and how yeah. to sell to us and yeah. how to whatever. But I gotta tell you, when I log on to Spotify and it gives me new songs that I love <laughs> based off of what I have previously listened to. This is a world I like to be a part of. When I, lo- I, I know it's making me spend. I understand this that it's making me a consumer. Okay, it is making me spend more. It's not making me, but it's causing me to spend more money. But when I log on to Instagram and you show me the exact pair of pants I've been looking for, wow, <laughs> wow, isn't this just a, just a cherry of a day? You know, I there are certain things that I'm like low this stakes. Is, though. Oh, always low stakes. Always yeah. low stakes. You know what I mean? Music. Clothing, things like this. Do you want to watch this? We think you'd like this new show. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Netflix or whatever, whatever thing is here, okay? I love VR. Beat Saber is the height of fun. <laughs> okay, you can't get any funner than being a Jedi to music, in my opinion. Okay. okay, yeah. So, you know, I just think there's there's some of it where I'm like, ah, I love I fucking love this. I want this. Dip me in this. I want to discover new music. Yeah. I want to get the pair of pants. I want to do this. Well, and and then not to get too serious about this, but like the the problem with that is like society hasn't caught up with technology, right? So mm, like yes. there's like, you know, not to get too much big into the AI art thing, but like like 
computers being able to draw pictures, mm-hmm. um, you go, the defense of that has been like, well, it like, you know, it allows more people to make art that they want, right? Okay. Anyone can put it in a description. Anyone can mm-hmm. get good at it. And you go, okay, that's fine. It democratizes art. Uh, not that there was any barrier to entry. Everyone can draw a thing. Yeah. Everyone can draw. Pick up a paintbrush. It, Try it, it. it may not be great, but yeah. that's... The <laughs> Mine certainly aren't. <laughs> but that's why you pay artists who've mm-hmm. put in the skill. And what you're doing is you're basically getting... You're screwing over the people who spent the time to make the skill. Yeah. You're using their labor for the computer program to learn it, yeah. right? So that they're replacing the jobs of all the people who actually put in the work. But... The other thing is they haven't democratized, so they could democratize the ability to do art, but they haven't democratized compensation for that. In fact, they've just privatized it. Right. Right, because now Mm. it's one company who owns the algorithm or the the model who makes all the money off of, we're paying you so that I can type in a description to make this, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the tens and thousands, if not millions of artists who are human artists, right? So it's not... It's, it'd be one thing if it was socialized art, but it's not. It's privatized at the top. It's, it's socializing the losses, which is yeah. all the people who put in all the time t- to learn art and who forego you know, regular jobs and, and steady income to learn how to do this and develop their own style and all the rest. Like, you know how hard it is to oh, like yeah. do that. So it's like, that's the loss that everybody has, has put in, mm. time spent in, right? And then you privatize the gains, which is now that we know how to do this, we're the sole source of this right now. Same with bailing out a bank, right? You uh, make risky investments and go bankrupt. Well, we have all your money, so you can't let us go bankrupt and taxpayers ended up having to bail them out. Socialize the losses, privatize the profits. And that's exactly what's happening with AI art, in my opinion. Fucking whoa. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I... It's also an unstoppable force, and we're all going to have to learn how to deal with it. So I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Jeez, this is... I mean, what a heavy episode. I, but I is. knew it was going to be. <laughs> I knew it was going to be coming in. I was like, this is not... Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. It's a ser- serious movie. It's very serious. <laughs> Maybe we should have just all been blown up in 1984. This podcast never would have existed. Mm. We could send a Terminator back in time to make sure it didn't happen. <laughs> yes. But I, I'm going to hang my hat. I'm going to say uh, nobody's right. <laughs> this is a nightmare. The- or I would say I don't know if there's right answers here. Yeah, I just don't know if there's answers to be properly had, um, other than <laughs> don't let the computers kill us all. <laughs> yeah, have that. Ha- I very strongly think have a person at that last step. There needs to oh, be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard the thing, the proposal that they made to make sure that the president knew that um, they were going to be like if they ever gave the nuclear codes, where they were like you get a volunteer, and you. Um, you surgically implant uh, the key next to their heart. And that person is always around the president. It's always available to the president. Um, and the president talks to them and gets to know them or whatever. And uh, if they ever decide to launch the nuclear weapons, they have to kill that person and take the key out. And everyone goes, that's horrible. That's awful. And you go, no, but he has to be willing 
to kill one person if you were going to kill 10,000. Like, you need to face-to-face kill that man that you, that you know because you need to understand the input. It's not just ah, a... It, very interesting. It's not just a yes, launch the missiles. It's yeah. a, you are you will be responsible for taking a person... See it. See it and do it yourself because if you're going to do this, you need to do the most horrible thing that you're about to possibly do. Jesus Christ. So they never actually did that. That was just okay. like a proposal being like, that should be... That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, probably wouldn't want to have that job, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, again, we wouldn't volunteer for it, but. It'd be high paying. (laughs) It would be. (laughs) A lot of hazard pay. Yeah, I think so. Wow. So interesting. All right. Do you have anything? Uh, No, other than this is kind of based on a true story, which is also uh, scary. What? Yeah. So there was a close call. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's basically a close call where they accidentally loaded a training simulation into the NORAD computers. And it said that, like, the Soviets have launched missiles at the United States. And uh, they basically were, like, getting ready to, like, they were, like, they contacted the president and were, like, Mm. you need to make a decision in three to seven minutes because that's when the missiles hit. And then they were able to confirm with, like, radar and things that the missiles hadn't um, launched that they had accidentally loaded a training scenario into like the main computer. And the only reason that anybody ever figured out about it was like somebody um, was like touring from like the US Senate and they were in NORAD offices when this happened. And they were like, uh, and NORAD was just like, oh, it's just a false alarm, it happens. And he's like, it fucking happens? What are you talking about? <laughs> and they had like a whole thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very, very scary. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think. If I'm... you want to terrify yourself, just go on Wikipedia and read the list of nucle- nuclear close calls. Jesus Christ, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't trust a computer today to do it, and I definitely wouldn't trust a computer in the 80s to do it. <laughs> Fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. That's it for yeah. me. I don't know if we defended yeah. the villain. No, I don't, I don't know. know. We, it was. It, you guys loved us. I, it yeah. was a tough one. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking love you, bitches. <laughs> he should have made out with that girl. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're going <laughs> to. Love wins, everybody. Love, love not wins. war. <laughs> yeah, he should have just made out with that girl. Like a regular seven. I don't know how old he is. I keep saying 17. But that sounds about right. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Well, it is time for our rankings of the villain. I am ranking the computer. Um, I've got the uh, password scale. (laughs) So from a password password. (laughs) to a uh, intricate and random (laughs) series of letters and numbers, I am going to give this computer a one, two, three, four, five. You bad. You're so bad. (laughs) That's bad. Everybody's bad. I'm stressed. This movie made me stressed. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Love it. Uh, I did uh, the intelligent computer scale. Uh, so on a scale from a Tamagotchi uh, to oh. a chat GPT. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Joshua, uh, a.k.a. the computer, mm. a Siri. Um, pretty impressive at the time, but actually pretty shit at its job. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And uh, guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR Podcast. Villain was right on Facebook. Villain was right at gmail.com if you would like to email us. And we are also on TikTok and Instagram as Villain was right. Okay. 
if yeah. you got a couple of bucks. Yeah, you can uh, support the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right, uh, where in exchange for your support, you get some amazing, cool benefits. So at our very top tier, uh, you get two bonus episodes a month. Uh, this month, my pick is RRR, which is a phenomenal movie and it's going to be so fun to hear us talk about. By the way, we cover uh, uh, movies where the villain is not right. Oh, uh, that I is, would say strongly not right in that movie. Strongly not right. So we're not defending <laughs> British imperialism. We just want to talk about this movie. Um, but uh, if you can check that out and as well this was our audience choice episode uh, people voted on us they wanted us to talk about nuclear war and computers taking over and if you would have voted a little differently you can do that by supporting us at our uh, at our two-faced tier uh, where you get to vote on audience choice every month we have a poll of three uh, made of audience suggestions of uh, people sending stuff in and you get to decide what we do so you get to dictate what's up so if that appeals to you check out patreon.com slash the villain was right and thank you to everyone who uh, already supports us and uh, people who just are listening, listening for the sake us. of listening. We love you. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. So I, of course, watching this movie, I have a technological villain of Craig the week. versus technology. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So um, the other day I was getting ready. To, I was, it was like early in the morning. I had to like go, drive somewhere. So I was like packing up the car, right? Like with this like kit and all the rest. And I go out and I use my little key remote, right, to pop yep. the trunk. And I do it and I'm holding it down and it doesn't pop open. Doesn't pop open. And I'm because like, Because it's you, Craig. It's because <laughs> it's me. Because I was like, first of all, I was like, This is because it's me doing it. That was my first thought. And then I was like, Ah, the fucking battery has died. I was like, This piece of shit. Like, I can't believe. Like, this is something I've got to use every day, you know, to, to open the car, unlock the car. I've used it every day, and I can't believe they can't build one that, that lasts more than, like, and then I start counting it out. I was like, oh, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> this is a... <laughs> This is a ten-year-old battery. This is this is actually pretty good. This is pretty good (laughs) that I haven't touched this. Uh, And like I'm a guy who always like I have two pairs of keys, but I always use the same one, right? Because like, um, so it's like, oh, it's been ten years. And then I was like, okay, I can't really blame the battery on dying once every ten years. All right, here we go. So fucking funny. But then I was just like. Again, I'm up early. I'm just like, mm-hmm. and still though, this is gonna be a whole fucking thing. Like I said that to myself. I was like, this is gonna be a whole fucking thing that I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to take it to the dealership, or mm-hmm. like they're gonna have to switch it. It's gonna cost me like two hundred dollars because of like all of this. And I'm just like, and it's like just another thing I'm gonna have to deal with. Yeah. Just another thing on my plate, and it's gonna be shit. You know, it's it's gonna be like just a shit thing I gotta deal with. And then I was like, I I was running a little early, mm-hmm. and then I was like, all right. But how 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 hard is it really gonna be to change this? And I just hop on YouTube, immediately find a video, like yeah. make and model of the car battery mm-hmm. like fob battery replacement. And it's just like, oh, you take a screwdriver, you pop it open. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I I could do that. <laughs> and then I was like, but I mean, I'd have to, you know, it's probably some proprietary battery, like, a, like Hyundai battery. You know, I got to order from from Korea in order to get it. And they're like, you need this this battery. And they yeah. show it on the screen. I was like, I think I might have that battery. <laughs> so I got one of those in the house. I got one of those in the house. And I go off and like, sure enough, there it is. Because I'd used it to replace like a remote or something like that. And I popped it open, put in the new battery, clipped it back shut, and I was done within 10 minutes. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so it funny. Worked. I was like, and it, was, it felt kind of like that making your bed first thing sort of thing where I was like, I accomplished something today. 
But I guess it was like uh, the hero was just that it was so simple, and the villain sort of in there mm. is just my own attitude <laughs> towards things. Because I was I was fully ready to go to war on yeah. a ten year old battery dying. That's so <laughs> fucking funny. I've definitely had that knee jerk reaction about something breaking and then realizing how long I've had, it, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> 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 pretty okay. good, pretty good quality actually. Yeah. <laughs> For how I treat my shit, pretty fucking good, right? <laughs> Um, so this, I, I was like, oh my God, this is, uh, this whole movie is so dark. I wanted to talk about something a little lighter, I suppose. Um, so I used to have, uh, in high school, I'd had this group of friends that we would like, we love, I still love games, but like we were a group, you know how you have your, your gaming group? Yeah. Like board games, video games, whatever, but you're, they're your gaming group, right? So we'd always go over to my friend's, uh, my friend Matt's house to play whatever, various, various board games, Uno, what have you, right? And I think, I've definitely talked about this on the podcast before, but one time we go to this, um, one time we go to this party, um, and it's my gaming group, friends, whatever, we're going to go to this high school, par- or this party, we're at a high school, but we're going to see all these people that we knew in high school, right? That's why we're going. Um, and we show up, and it's like just uh, the vibes are bad. You can tell immediately. Like, I'm like, it's so smoky in here. You could cut through it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, everybody's smoking so much fucking weed. It's just like, it's too much. Okay. I'm not anti weed. I'm just like, boys, let's go to the porch or something. Jesus fucking Christ. Right. So we get upstairs and there's this guy cutting a mountain of cocaine with a katana. Right. Uh, (laughs) As one does. As one does. Um, so I see that, and I, of course, I have a very firm rule of uh, drugs and swords don't mix, so we got to leave. Because uh, somebody's about to get their nose cut off or something. Like, I don't want... Not, not this... I also, I don't know if you guys know how expensive cocaine is, but I'm like, I don't... I don't, I don't even want to be around this much money. Right. Even when... It, and especially not when that amount of money is represented in drugs. <laughs> like, if that was a pile of cash on the table, I'd still want to leave. Okay, like, I don't want to see sums this up. out. Yeah, sums, sums up. up. You're wrong. Sums going down. I got to get the fuck out of here, right? So we go to my friend's house, uh, and we're having, like, literally the opposite time. We're having, like, cookies and milk, and we're going to play Monopoly. Because <laughs> that's what we do, right? And I had this one friend, and... um and she, I, I'm trying, so, you know, like the soup Nazi from, uh, Seinfeld, from yeah. Seinfeld, right? So like, and I would never, <laughs> this isn't a fun nickname or anything like that, but we call her the Monopa Nazi because she would lose her fucking mind every time we would play. She would lose her goddamn mind, right? So we're playing Monopoly. And to be fair, Monopoly will bring out the worst in every single person on this planet. All right. It is a long game. I don't think anybody plays it by its proper rules because I think if you play it by its proper rules, I don't think it's supposed to be as long as it is, but it it will ruin, ruin a family. You know what I mean? Somebody will flip the board, whatever. Right. So this girl, she's on her last, like she's got her last little pile of money. She's fucked. Okay. There's no coming back. You got no properties. You got nothing going on. Right. And she lands on my friend's Matt's property and refuse. She's like, you're not taking this money. You're not. And I'm like, we're playing a game. <laughs> like it's the rules. It's the rule. Like if we don't follow the rules then it's not a game anymore. It's like, we're just doing whatever the fuck we want. Right. So she grabs 
So he goes to grab the money. He's like, no, this is my money. Like, you have to give it to me. So he goes to grab it and she grabs his hand and bites it. I swear, like hard, just until he drops all the money. And she's like, you're never getting this money from me. And we were all like, I think the game might be done now. <laughs> game I over. think the game might be fucking done. Yeah. Anyway, so. That's extreme. If you've never. <laughs> maybe that's not a light story. <laughs> Oh no, we both went so dark. No, it's fine. I I just I think about that every time I play Monopoly now, I look at everybody and I'm like, the number one rule is none of us are allowed to bite each other. <laughs> and like, everyone's like, what? What? And I'm like, like, yeah, it, just no biting. It was a thing that had to it's, No biting. If someone has to say it, it's because it's happened. <laughs> so crazy. Anyway, that's that's it. That's the story. Uh, we all need to calm down. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, that's it for me. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We've got another great episode uh, coming up for you. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. And until then, uh, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to stop playing games and make the first move. <laughs> <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.